The NetBank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk. Let us make your business more scalable, robust and future-proof. It's the Feedback Week where we find out how some of our Accelerator finalists have been doing. And we do that always in the company of business growth specialist Pavlo Fatidis from Auric. Uh, Pavlo, good afternoon to you again. Uh, today it is Viva Medical. Remind us of the business. Good afternoon, John. Uh, Viva Medical is co-founded by, Lin- by Lindsay Curran. And what it is, it's a medical device manufacturer. So, for example, what they make, amongst other things, are what we call drips. They drug blood saline infusion sets. And the point that I wanted to make, and the reason that I selected this business for another take a look at, is because there's a wonderful cluster of medical devices building within the Western Cape area. To get this right and to do well in this business, it requires precision manufacturing, flexibility, safeties of paramount importance and reliability. And all of that can only be built on the back of real engineering and clinical expertise. When we argue, as we've heard time and time again, we need African solutions for African problems, what Viva's doing is it's building African solutions for global problems. And I think that this business is set to fly. Uh, Lindsay Curran, the MD and founder of Viva Medical, I'm sure you are delighted to hear that Pavlo believes you are about to fly. I, I wonder with a, a global business like yours, Lindsay, whether the Sona address, for example, and Ramaphoria and the I – mean, I know that we're kind of crashing down to reality in all sorts of ways now – but whether whether that made any difference? Would, uh, did it make it easier for you to, to go out there and sell your product? Thanks, John, and uh, Pavlo, good afternoon. It certainly did, and uh, interestingly enough, after the SONA address, there was an address by the Minister of Trade and Industry, and just following that, the DTI has made contact with us through our industry association, and they have actually approached us with regards to national tender business in the healthcare sector, and they've actually done a site visit at our premises to ensure that we have the capacity and that we can scale our business to address a large tender which is going to be published imminently. And uh, all all signals are that uh, this is going to be a success where local companies are going to be considered in terms of the DTI's um, system of localization and import substitution. So we're perfectly positioned together with another few local companies to supply the National Department of Health. And and scale is so important, uh, as you and Pavlo will know much better than I. Uh, And and if this gives you, if you you participate, if you uh, succeed in getting a significant slice of that tender, I mean, that really does position you on a very jumpy springboard. Not just that, John, but it also opens up other avenues for a local manufacturer of more and more of the components, which traditionally local companies have to import. The minute we scale up our business, we are in a position to uh, take on additional uh, contractors to manufacture components for our ever-growing business. That really is such good news. Pavlo, what next? What, what, what else can, what other good news can we load on Mr. Curran? Well, you know, John, if you're not, if you, let's say, a relatively new entrant into the medical device industry, in other words, your business less than 15 years old or 20 years old, because 
a lot of the current suppliers are multinational corporations. They are 100 years old, 80 years old. They're very, very well established. They've got very well established channels of doing business. The world of medical supplies and, in fact, the world of healthcare is being massively disrupted. Recently, as you might well know, with Groco, we were in the States. I met with one of the clients that I do work with over there who's in the medical industry. And he was telling me that Trump is now buckling down on the cost of medical care in the U.S. Um, and one would expect it from him because the first thing he got right were taxes for businesses, which made him popular. The second thing that he's now, target he's now targeting is the cost of medical care, which will give him uh, a broader appeal, if that's even possible. But in any event, it matters to Americans. And one of the areas that his administration is tackling is the area of perverse incentives. So, for example, there is typically a line of sight when you are, undertake a medical procedure in a hospital. All the equipment, all the bits and pieces that are used to provide you with that medical service are costing out to the patient at cost. But the cost supplied by the suppliers abroad are not necessarily the cost, including the discount that's secured by the hospitals. So there's a lot of nefarious behavior that takes place in that environment. And his administration is attacking it very, very distinctively and very directly. I think we can expect the same thing to start happening over here as well. Because when medical policy is implemented in this manner, it normally becomes global policy over a period of time. If that is the case, and if it does happen over here, it really is going to open up a door for businesses like Viva Medical. And as you rightly say, if he then combines with other medical suppliers within the vicinity of the Western Cape, and together they put forward proposals to the NetCares, the MediClinics, the Life Healths, they will be able to compete not only on price, but on flexibility, on adaptability, and on inventory management, which is a key area. So I really think that with the trends in medical policy and with the trends in procurement, Lindsay is very well suited to capitalize on this and he should get into the hospitals hard and fast. Sorry. Uh, Thanks, Pablo. That makes sense to you then, Lindsay. Absolutely. I think with the imminent launch of the national health insurance system by the government, combined with the competition inquiry into the spiraling costs of healthcare in the private sector, I think there's going to be a very large focus on reducing costs while maintaining quality and patient safety. Thank you very much, Lindsay Curran, MD and founder of Viva Medical, and also, as always, to Pablo Fatidis, who will be back with Kino tomorrow morning on the Nedbank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk. See money differently. Visit business.capetalk.co.za for more.